welcome to Magic and Monorail's podcast by me, Melissa and the Magic, where we focus on doing Disney differently and sharing parks experiences throughout the Orlando area. Thank you so much for joining my community, and if you don't already follow me on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube, please head to those channels at Melissa and the Magic. Each episode will have a feature on those platforms, and they'll all offer something different. I usually do a lot of my giveaways on Instagram, and most of my silly moments are shared on TikTok. YouTube will be a really great place for you to see my face and interact and watch those long video episodes of my podcasts. Feel free to email me or DM with any content requests as well. Let's get into today's episode. Well, today I have a very special guest. Hello. Amia, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. So this is a family-friendly episode, and I am super excited to share all about Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary coming to an end. Oh, it makes me so sad. It is a little bittersweet. We were not sad at first until we stepped foot on Main Street. Yeah, that was what hit me. If you had to describe your feelings in one emotion, what would it be? Disappointed. Oh my gosh. You know what? I think disappointment is what I would say to describe the 50th in both a positive and a negative way. Yeah. Because like I'm disappointed because it's going away. But like. I'm also disappointed that they didn't make it as grand as I was expecting. Yeah. They made the 50th characters go away on the app. Yes. On our Disney app, they deleted my mini gold 50th and I was so sad. So So that is also part of what we're going to be sharing about today. I made a feature for Disney's main attractions. So when Disney World's 50th anniversary was announced, they announced kind of a merchandise lineup for the 12 months of their main attractions featuring opening day attractions. And Mm -hmm. we were left feeling a little less than satisfied with those... Because I thought it was just going to be more than it was. Yes. So what we did is we created a themed movie night or show, Mm -hmm. depending on which attraction is featured. And we created movie night cards that include a ton of really awesome stuff. And we'll definitely get into more detail. But first, we're going to share about our experience at the 50th. And then how we're going to continue celebrating Disney World and all of its glory with the opening day attractions Mm -hmm. and how you can celebrate too. I know a lot of people on Instagram and TikTok reached out to me and said they were so bummed that they missed the end of the celebration. So we have a way for you to continue that celebration at home. Yep. And also, you don't even have to pretend like you're celebrating the 50th. It can just be that you want to have a fun movie night at home. Or you just want to have fun and watch movies. Yes. That involves some crafts, treats, and even some themed things to kind of go along Ooh. with it. All right. Let's dive into it. Okay. Friday, March 31st, Disney World's official end to their celebration. We did not get to spend as much time at Magic Kingdom as we had wanted to, but we did see the last night of the show. Yeah. Technical show last (laughs) night because it did have a few more nights afterwards, but we were there on the closing day of the 50th. Yeah. Do you want to walk everyone through what our experience was starting from leaving the house to getting to the park? Yeah. 
let's do it. Go for it. So we left the house. Um, we drove to uh, what's it called? Magic Kingdom. Magic TTC Kingdom. Parking. TTC parking. <laughs> and we hopped over to Epcot. Then we why did we hop over to Epcot? Because we had reservations for Epcot, and mm-hmm. we had to scan in before we hopped over to Magic Kingdom. And why did we have reservations at Epcot? I don't know. Magic Kingdom was full. Oh, Magic Kingdom was <laughs> full, yeah. So that okay. was our workaround to the system. So once we did Epcot, we hopped over back to T. How do you say it? TTC. TTC. <laughs> then we went to the ferry boat to get to Magic Kingdom. We did. And do you remember how long that took us? I mean, we got there and the ferry boat was coming. So no, 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 no. Like that. from the time that we parked to the time that we got uh, to Magic Kingdom. I mean, like an hour and a half? Yep. It took us an hour and a half. And when we scanned in at Epcot, did we go into the park? <laughs> No. We just scanned in and walked away. Yeah. Like, that's how we did it. We scanned in, and then there was a crowd of people, so we just walked through there. And then we got on the ferry boat to head to Magic Kingdom. How magical was that? Pretty magical. Anytime I take the ferry boat, it's magical. Yes. I would say if you are a first-time visitor or, honestly, if you just really want extra magic, take the ferry boat over the monorail. Yeah. And they'll also tell you that the ferry boat's faster than the monorail. I know it seems like it may not be, but a lot of times the monorail goes down. Yeah. And even if it looks like you're next to get on the monorail, you might you're, not. Yeah, you're not. Because <laughs> it might go down or they might have to move a monorail off the track. And a lot of times it just isn't the quickest mode of transportation. Or there's just little groups. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, little groups will take up a lot of space mm-hmm. because, like, their group has to go, then another group has to go, then... Ah, uh, I gotcha. Yeah. So, we docked at Magic Kingdom. We went to scan in. What were your emotions the second that we scanned in? Really excited. Really excited. Me too. Then, once we stepped foot on Main Street and we saw the castle. Okay, I was just bursting with excitement because that was the last I was going to see the castle like that. Yeah. Well, and you know what? We we have not been certain if the castle is going to change colors. And we were told it was going to as of that day. However, Amia, I don't think I told you this. I read yesterday they are not going to change the color of the castle. So they're just going to keep the 50th sign up there? Well, I don't think they're going to keep think... the 50th sign, but I mean... they're going to keep the color. Okay, good. Because I really like the color. But just to keep that 50th sign up, I mean, that would make me happy, but also... Yeah. Like it's I a don't pretty know. sign. It's a pretty sign. I like it, but I don't think it should stay up if it ended. Well it it will go. That's what I just said. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> they'll remove the sign and the castle will stay the color that it is currently. As of this morning I woke up woke up and read something about that. Alright. So I agree at that point we were probably a little more sad than I would have normally been had I known they aren't really gonna change the castle. Yeah. But that's okay. It's fine. It was a flood of emotions. Um, I did make a mobile order for Casey's Corner while we were on the monorail from Epcot to TTC. 
Um, mm-hmm. I placed the mobile order for a Coca-Cola and some mini corn dogs and fries. I also did bring some fruit and some snacks because Amia does not like a lot of processed foods. Don't blame her. Love her for that. <laughs> but I love me some Casey's corn dogs. Hmm. Um, she did try one. What were your thoughts? No. Won't no. do it? Never again. No. No. That's okay. I understand. Honestly, she prefers a vegetarian diet anyways. So Honestly, yeah. <laughs> so we always make sure to bring a lunchbox of stuff. Um, I did this solely because I knew it was going to start to get super busy. So the plan was I we were going to scan in and go and get some food right away. I luckily had a friend who saved us a spot. So I quickly found our way to her, left Amia with her, laid her blanket down so that they could rest and do crafts and play games while I went and got dinner. I brought dinner back over. At this time, it wasn't too chaotic to walk through a crowd with the tray in my hand, but by the time that we were done eating, so about a half hour later, it was definitely starting to get to the point that around the hub, you could not really see concrete. It was filling in. Yeah. So right around dusk. We, what did we do while we were waiting for the show to start? So we sat down in front of the castle around 7 p.m. So from 7 until 9 p.m., what did we do? Well, I did a couple of crafts. Okay, what kind of crafts? I made um, an origami fortune teller. Okay. I did tic-tac-toe. We brought a dry erase board to play tic-tac-toe. I drew a Easter rabbit for Easter, mm-hmm. and then I drew mom. You did a lot of drawings. Amia's not much of like a coloring person, so bringing colors and a coloring book doesn't necessarily keep her very occupied. I like to sketch more than I like to color. Mm-hmm. And the dry erase board is just a really good option because then you're not carrying around a heavy notebook full yeah. of everything and tons of crayons and colors. Mm -hmm. What are some tips for people that you would give if they have kids your age or even littler and they have the priority of getting a decent spot for the fireworks? What would you say would be some really good things to keep in mind? Well, you definitely want to bring some crafts and stuff like I did mm-hmm. um you I also bring... want to side note that all of these crafts fit into her small little lounge fly so you should probably be able to bring some yeah um bring like snacks for while you're waiting what snacks do you like to bring I like to bring sometimes like crackers or something because mm-hmm. I can eat those easily mm-hmm Fruit, too. Like, if fruit's in a container, I'll eat that. Um, What did we bring that day in specific that you really enjoyed? I enjoyed the blueberries. Mm -hmm. Um, The beef jerky was good. Mm -hmm. Definitely bring beef jerky if anybody likes that. Um, I'm not sure what else. I wasn't really looking. Pockies you brought. Pockies, yeah. Those fit into my backpack, but there was still a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did bring two water bottles, too. Yes, water bottles. So the biggest thing for us was having enough water because we knew we were going to be kind of stuck in a spot for mm-hmm. a little while. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really good list of snacks for people to bring. Yeah. I'll usually bring myself like a tuna packet and some mayonnaise packets to mix in with it Mm -hmm. for a snack if I'm not necessarily like planning on getting a meal at the parks. Um, 
I will say nine times out of ten, pack more than you think you're going to need. Yeah, because <laughs> one of those times we went to Disney, we didn't pack enough. Correct. And we thought we that was just going to be it, but that wasn't enough. Yep. And especially if, let's say, it's a really busy night, it's going to be really challenging yeah. to get mobile order mm-hmm. or you don't want to lose your spot. Like, if it was just me and Amia, I would not be able to just get up and go someplace. Yeah. I would have to bring her with me or we would have to wait to find a spot. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about the 35 minutes leading up to the show. What did Miss Amia need to do? Go to the restroom. Yes. And totally my fault. I should have had her go before we sat down. Honestly, I don't even know if that would have been sufficient enough because we did have a lot of our liquid drinks while we were waiting. Yeah. So at about 35 minutes before firework show time, Amia had to use the restroom. We made our way fairly easily back because it was still just a little light enough out where people could at least like see our faces. Yeah. Were people kind about it? Absolutely nope. not. But they weren't necessarily rude either. Yeah. Whereas on the way back from the bathroom, this was was about 20 minutes before showtime, we were sitting in front of the partner statue up in front of the castle. So you can imagine that crowd we had to get through. Yeah. And there there was not a kind person in sight. Everyone was rude. We actually even had to kind of like shove our way through because people were looking us in the eye and refusing to move. And like... Someone looked me in the eye and didn't move. And I even said, excuse me. And they kept looking at me. So I was doing something wrong. So side note. Yes, it's frustrating. Do you think we enjoy doing that either? Heck no. No. (laughs) Um, But I mean, it is crazy that I had to like physically push people out of my way because they were Mm -hmm. refusing to move. And I even said, hey, I'm sorry. I've got a little who had to use the restroom. Bad timing. I know. Ha ha. It was crazy. One person out of that entire crowd was nice. Was nice. And do you remember what she said? She says, Are you okay? Do you have enough space to fit? Yeah. And I stopped, I thanked her, and I said, You have been the only kind person in this mob of people, and we appreciate you. And she said, so- I'm so sorry about that. Like, people. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. And it's I just crazy. think my biggest thing is, is especially like, the last couple of months I've been really researching just other <laughs> cultures and countries and how they operate and why they're safer or why the kids are nicer and the people are nicer. Yeah. And it's because they're kind to children. To see grown mm-hmm. adults be rude to my daughter, I am, was baffled. I They just – people and I don't know. I could go on forever about this, but all I need to say is, is like, yes, trust me. I was getting irritated by a family behind us because I kid you not, their child was crying for two hours straight, and I am not exaggerating. And one was sniffling so he was much. like hacking his snot, and like I don't know if he was sick or if it was from the crying and being sick. Either way, I was just getting so irritated because it's not like he was like – like whining he was like wailing for a good hour and a half and then in between that like sobbing and like hacking his mucus it was it was irritating it was the so I understand how people can get irritated by other things (laughs) you know maybe I'm irritated by that but other people aren't I, I understand it's just a high stress environment for a lot of people but kindness goes a long way and to the lady in the crowd she was and I think she was blonde. Um, she was. If this ever makes it back to you, we appreciate you so much. Mm, yep. Um, so once we finally made it back to our spot, 
we get to sit down for probably five more minutes um, before they made everyone stand up. So they did have everyone stand up like 40 minutes prior, but then the whole crowd around us chose to sit back down, which I will also say was pretty frustrating because um, there's a reason they ask you to stand. It's for, for these reasons in specific. We had to basically like step on people mm-hmm. to get to where we needed to go. And had they been standing, we wouldn't have like had to worry about it. And there was like this group of people, like we were trying to get around them when he even said, excuse me, like a lot of times. And they were just not moving. And they were like staring eye contact. Yeah. Yep. And so we just decided we're just going to have to push through. I have mixed feelings about strollers. I love them for the fact of, like, it gives your kid a nice space (laughs) to sit. But um, strollers just cause such, in my opinion, a safety concern. Um, There were multiple areas where for probably 20, 30 feet we could not get through because strollers were just crammed in. Mm. Um, I understand no matter what, if there's a safety concern happening no matter if there's a ton of strollers or not it's going to be challenging to get through a crowd but I don't know I just feel like there's got to be a better system where like they at least have like a main stroller area and then they can have overflow and then from there whatever is not filled in can you know it's just I have mixed feelings about it but I really do have concerns with like the safety as well as just the fact that like somebody kept ramming their stroller into the back of my leg while I was like sitting down um and then even when we were standing the kid in the stroller was like jumping in and out of his stroller and like ramming it into my back so it is what it is I mean when you're in big crowds you expect to be invaded by other people's yeah you know things or space but I don't know for the most part I really don't have much complaints besides the fact that I just wish people were more kind and Mm -hmm. that people not being kind really just made my personal patience a little bit lower than it normally would have been so fireworks itself, they started at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Immediate feelings of sadness. I choked. I teared up. I didn't have immediate feelings. Like I was enjoying the fireworks show. I wasn't really like. I feel like sad. you enjoyed this show the most out of any other time we've seen it. How come? Because uh, it was more of like the last day feelings. Okay. Monumental for you. And also, Happily Ever After is coming back, so okay. I was trying to soak it. Oh, I love it. And so we were dancing and singing, and most of the crowd around us, besides for the annoying people behind us, were also on that same level of, like, dancing yeah. and singing and being fully in the moment. Mm-hmm. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. What other thoughts do you have to share about the fireworks show? Um, Enchantment. So, this just was the last time I'm probably gonna ever see it and it just makes me really sad yeah it was it was definitely a show that was like a a monumentous marker of us moving down here and experiencing Florida as locals and I really I do agree it makes me sad but like Amia said we're we're sad to see it go, but if that means that we get happily ever after back, then we're way, way happy about it. I'm, I'm happy, and that's all I need. <laughs> Which, side note, we will be attending opening night of Happily Ever After. <laughs> Cannot wait. I have no idea what to expect. I can imagine it's going to be way crazier and busier than it was. For the 50th. For the 50th end, absolutely. I think so. So that being said, we kind of have to sit down and plan our assault on the night because Mm -hmm. we definitely need a different game plan if it's just going to be you and I. 
right? Well, let's get into our evening. So the fireworks end, you know, typically around like 920-ish and the park closes at 11. Did we leave right away? No. What did we do? We did a couple rides because we didn't get in, like we didn't get to any, like when we first got there because we were so rushed to go to the fireworks spot. Yep. But we did, what's that name of the ride? You know? We did Barnstormer. Oh, yeah, that one. That's the only one we did do. We just did Barnstormer. Oh, yeah, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's okay. We were going to try to do Big Thunder, but the Lightning Lane was still packed. Crazy. Yeah. So we typically don't like to leave right after fireworks because it takes a while. It's really busy, and also traffic's going to be really bad. Yeah. So we usually like to do a ride or two, and then Amia grabbed a Dole Whip. Mm, yes, I and did. And she was pixie dusted by Mickey Mouse. Vanilla Dole Whip is her new favorite. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even have to have her birthday pin on. Nope. They were so kind. I know. Probably because it was the last day of the 50th. Well, and also, like, you're brave to go place an order and pay by yourself. Yeah. Like, that's very rare, and people do appreciate that. Yeah. So, 50th is over. Now we're moving on to the 100th. We're really excited to see the platinum stuff that they're going to unleash. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I feel like Disney World's just going to flop again with anything themed for this. But it's still something new and refreshing. Yeah. But that means that we were not ready to let go of the 50th. And we wanted to continue making it special. And I have heard from so many people that they were just so bummed that they weren't able to attend. My immediate thought was, well, how can I help people make things memorable and special at home. And I came up with essentially 18 movie cards where you'll have themes for each night. You'll have shopping lists, you'll have supply lists, and you will also have a movie, a snack and a craft, as well as a playlist to incorporate into each night. Um, Amia and I have done a few so far. We're, we're tweaking it as we need to, um, but it will be essentially launched on my Etsy, Magic Monorail Co. Um, I'm sorry, Magic and Monorails Co. I just like totally ran through my own business name. This is my ADHD coming in. Basically, I wanted something that you could do on your own time. I wanted something that essentially was going to be affordable. Now, when it comes to food and snacks, I, I can't do super simple. I can't, um, I just couldn't skimp on the themed food and snacks. So realistically, if you're looking for this to be like the simplest night ever, you would omit making that food or snack because the crafts, I guarantee 99% of you have everything you need in your home to either make the craft as it's listed on the movie night or even supplement with your own like creativity. Mm-hmm. So for example, we did one of our movie nights and it was Hall of Presidents themed. Hamilton. Hamilton was the movie that we watched in theme with that as well as the craft that we did was essentially making fireworks on with paint on paper. We did not have blue and red paint, but we did have pink and turquoise. Yes. 
So instead of going out and spending a couple of dollars on red and blue paint, we just were creative and made our own kind of like fireworks with embracing the red, white, and blue in, yeah. in our minds, right? Because it doesn't have to be the exact colors because not all fireworks are like that. Right. So We were trying to go with an Americana theme, but at the end of the day, one of the things that I'm trying to teach myself as well as just embrace with Amia is that it does not have to be perfect. It just has to be fun when it comes to crafts and experiencing things together. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's not the case sometimes, but most of the time when it's coming to bonding and creativity, totally acceptable, right? Right. And it didn't make the project feel any less. It actually yeah. was more fun to be proud of ourselves that we at least did it. Were creative in that moment. And yeah. that's what I'm trying to teach people with this too is that I really don't want you to have to go run out and buy craft supplies. Again, the food and the snacks is totally different. You may or may not have some of these things already in your cupboards and fridges, but Yeah. This was something that I wanted to create where that was optional to do the food item. Mm-hmm. Um so, Amia, what would you say you loved about the couple of movie nights that we've done so far? Well, first off, they were pretty exciting. Like, mm-hmm. what we did, we did the craft before we watched the movie. I don't know why, but that's just how we did it. Because mm-hmm. you can make it how you want to, right? You can yeah. do the movie first or the craft first. Mm-hmm. And then, then we watched the movie and... What would you say about the snacks? Um, they were good. I like the salad that we made. Would you have maybe thought about even making a salad like that before we did this craft night or the movie night? I mean, I didn't think you could put, you know, tomatoes with blueberries. (laughs) But I would have thought of, like, making the cheese at least shaped. We did um, star-shaped mozzarella in one of the salads yeah. for the, the Hamilton Hall of Presidents-themed night. And there were blueberries in it to be red, white, and blue. And we were so blown away with how tasty it was. I mean, they, it tasted really good. I had a lot of fun doing that one with you. Yeah. I will say the kind of rhythm that we would go in is we would pick our movie night. Essentially, like I said, I have those movie night cards. I'd have them face down. Amia would pick one. And since I didn't have necessarily the food items on hand right away and I wanted it to be kind of like a fun little surprise where she was in charge of picking it, what we would do is she would pick the movie night. We would essentially... Do the craft first. I would either go to the grocery store since we do live walking distance or sometimes Mm -hmm. Target delivery. Can't live that down. It's the best. (laughs) So we would do that and we would honestly look over the grocery list together and we would look over the recipe. Everything on these cards are linked to a clickable link um, where essentially you can go onto your computer, phone, laptop, whatever, and click on these links and it'll give you the link to the craft. Yeah as well as the recipe. The movie night cards essentially have just the name of the attraction. So when you, your child, your family, you're picking out your Mm -hmm. theme for the night, you're just going to have the name of the attraction. And then you'll go find the correlating 
um, I guess you'd call it a recipe card that has the recipe for the food yeah. or drink. It also has the recipe for the craft. <laughs> um, and mm. then every single download will come with a link to a Spotify playlist. That playlist will have songs from all of the main attractions mm-hmm. kind of listed together. You can listen to these this playlist while you're prepping your food or doing your craft or you don't have to listen to it at all. Yeah. Right? It's your option. So some of these songs will be like Disney-themed songs. Some of these songs essentially will be just themed from something that makes you feel magical or something that's um, themed from that attraction itself that kind of correlates with it. This is a free edition that I just kind of added in last minute that I thought, you know, I've kind of combined everything else and put everything else together for my digital download. What is another really cool free bonus item that I can throw in? And it was that Spotify playlist. Um, mm-hmm. How long do you, did the crafts take us the last couple of times that we made the crafts? Like just generalizing. Was it quick? Was it long? It was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Didn't take that long. It didn't. Would you say that if you were... If you were two years old, would you be able to do these crafts on your own? No. Correct. So these crafts are really meant for all ages, but obviously adult supervision and assistance will be needed if you're younger. I would even say anybody eight or younger will need pretty full assistance with these. Um, again, unless you want to be creative, like there's so many ways that you can be creative to make these age appropriate. Um, but really these are meant to be family activities. This is not necessarily meant to keep your kid busy throughout the day, right? This is meant to be bonding experiences to enjoy the Disney magic at home. Yeah. So as I mentioned, head over to my Etsy. You can find that linked here in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram or TikTok, Melissa and the Magic, and you will find the link to my shop there. You will find the digital download. I am currently starting this digital download price at $5. I think that to gain hours, I mean, when you include the movie night or the show that you'll be watching on top of the craft and the food item, you are probably looking at over 25 hours of family bonding time easily. Mm -hmm. So when I look at it as I'm going to invest $5 for 25 hours of fun that I have already pre-planned and mapped out with my family, what is that? That's like a cent an hour or something. I don't know. I'm so bad at math, but it's so... I wanted to make it affordable and accessible to everybody. A penny an hour. Yeah, I think that's what it is. A penny a Yeah, cent. that's what I did. So furthermore, for the first two weeks after this episode is live and launched, I am offering 50% off. How much is 50% off $5, Amia? What's half of five? Okay. $2.50. I am offering these downloads at $2.50. And if you head to my Instagram, I'm going to make a highlight where you can see a couple of the themes just to get an idea of what exactly it is. Obviously, to protect my creativity and um, 
you know, with my LLC, I'm not going to be able to show every single one of the movie nights as well as all of the details. So I will put one or two up just so you can get an idea of what it will look like in the layout. Yeah. And you'll be able to purchase this for $2.50, which is 50% off within the first two weeks of this episode being out. So essentially... April 14th is the last day that you will receive this discount. Um, you will need to use the discount code in the code portion of Etsy. It's going to be main attraction, M-A-I-N-A-T-T-R-A-C-T-I-O-N. Spelling. Main attraction is going to be that code to get the 50% off to get all of these downloads for $2.50. I will be continuing to share reels and um, information on how our movie nights are going at home. We're going to continue to do this and just keep spreading the Disney magic at home. That's what I started my page on when I first launched because we didn't live in Disney. So I think that a lot of people do value that. And, you know, the more I kind of continue to tweak my content and offer things for people, this is something that really inspired me. Um, Amiya, do you have any last words before we close out today's show? Uh, go look at my Instagram account. Oh, yes, you absolutely <laughs> can say that. Amia has an Instagram account. It's called Amia on Main Street. Her name is spelled A-M-I-A, and then it's on Main, and then Street is spelled out S-T-R-E-E-T. That is perfect. You are catching on. You know how to do it. So definitely shoot us a message if you have any questions or feedback or if you have any topics that you want us to cover. Everybody have an amazing, magical Monday. Mm-hmm. I am so thankful that you've tuned in. I My audience has grown um, quite a bit over the last couple of weeks, and I'm just so thankful for everybody who's tuning in. And have a great rest of your week we will be back to share next week all about our experience with the return of happily ever after yay